Well, Merry Christmas to you. And it's great to welcome, thank you, there's one of you. We want to welcome you uh, here at Willow Park Church and thank you for sharing Christmas Eve with us. If you're a visitor or a family member, we want to welcome you. My name is Phil. I'm Pastor Phil here, the pastor at Willow Park Church. And we've got five uh, celebrations taking place across the city. And uh, just a joyous and wonderful time together. And really what I want to share with you for just about, I guess, about 10, 15 minutes is a, a thought about season. And it says the season, isn't it? The season that God has uh, appointed, the season that we enjoy, the Christmas season. How are you doing with the stress levels? It's okay. You're going to make it through, I promise. And I'm a preacher. You can believe me. You are going to make it through. But you know, I always think about this season. And this is really what I want to talk about is uh, a, a change in our season. That God wants to bring that change in our season. I guess my earliest memories of Christmas, and you can tell from my accent that I'm from Australia. And no, really, I'm from England for visitors. But uh, I do like to pretend that I work at Big White. Um, but, but the season, I, remember, I guess when I was growing up in England, I was there and it was, it, it, I always remember the moments. I was a little child, eight, nine, the age of my um, son Josiah. Uh, I was a little child in England and uh, in the 70s. So that kind of gives you an idea of, um, of my age. And there I was in the 70s and it was that anticipation Christmas morning, the season, it had its very special smell to it. The Christmas tree, the baking and the cooking, it was wonderful, amazing. And you'd wake up to those great and wonderful presents that they used to give children in the 70s. Walkie-talkies, remember those? Walkie-talkies that never worked. It was like, oh, brilliant, I can speak to my friend down the road with the walkie-talkie. And you put the batteries in and you turn it on and you go, shh, hello, hello. And and your friends in the neighbour down the road, hello, hello, shh. You can't hear each other. Well, you can because you're shouting into the walkie-talkie. There's that hideous gift that they gave children in the 70s. What was it? That horrific gift. A gift that you should never give a child. That gift, Simon says. Do you remember that? Where you have the colours and the music and the red and the blue and the green and the yellow. And you had to remember it and you had to go through the motion. Do you remember that? Yes, it's enough to give a kid a breakdown. And... And it used to drive me mad. I hated that. I did notice in Toys R Us, it's still for sale. <laughs> if you bought that for your child, take it back tonight. <laughs> and then I remember, you know, uh, oh gosh, pogo sticks. Yes, 70s, the pogo stick came to its great moment and all the children from the street used to come out and we'd pogo together, we'd have a great day and then we'd all meet up in the hospital. And, and it, was, it was amazing. I remember those memories. You probably have those memories. But now I'm Canadian and now I've got Canadian memories and Canada is the best place for the season of, Christian, of Christmas in the whole world. I don't know if you know that. It is the best. 
It really is. I mean, Canada does Christmas the best. I mean, first of all, Canada has snow. The most snow in the whole of the world is in Canada, apart from Kelowna. But it's fantastic. Uh, I love it. I'm, I, I've, I've embraced this. I was even interviewed on CBC Radio about immigrants, because that's what I am, um, in the journey and our traditions we brought from our homeland here to, um, to Canada and new traditions that I've taken up. And uh, it was a great joy to talk to the CBC listeners about my experience and my great Canadian traditions that now I'm fully Canadian in this season that is wonderful. I love it. Of course, I, being a Canadian and celebrating Christmas is all about, oh, snow, of course, ice skating, of course, skiing, of course, and loads and loads of poutine. And, and you can guarantee that by Boxing Day, you'll be dead. And... I love poutine, and yes, I eat loads of poutine, and I stand there on Christmas Day in my, in my hockey jersey, my all-Canadian hockey jersey. Yes, the Kings. And, well, it's, it's where most of our players play in the States. But I love it, and, and I'm enjoying, you know, getting into the uh, Christmas spirit. Our family will go back tonight, and we'll celebrate, and then we'll all rush out and build igloos, and, and we'll enjoy ourselves. We'll dance with Canadian moose while singing, I'm a lumberjack, and I'm okay, and drinking pints and pints of maple syrup, and... That's a Canadian Christmas, isn't it? Well, it is if you are a foreigner and you come and live here, you think of all those wonderful things. But well done to you in this season. You made it through. Here you are. You made the season. The season is special. You got through the anxiety and the problems of parking at Costco and coming out and wondering where did I park my car and remembering that it was at Walmart. And... <laughs> You got through the season of that horrible moment when you spot a, uh, somebody who is loading their car and you finally, after a couple of hours, get a parking spot and yet that person loading it with Christmas presents is the slowest person in the world. It's like, oh, and you've practiced your humility and your blessing as you wait for them, loading one in after another and another. And then the other person in another car comes the other side. And just because they've knocked their indicator on, they think they can go there. And you want to kill them. But, but we have these moments. It's wonderful. Christmas, you're surrounded by all your family, maybe, this evening. All the ones you love and the ones you're not quite so keen on. But it's wonderful. We enjoy that. But what is the season really all about? What does it mean? The season, well, first of all, God gave us seasons. God gave us seasons. He created the heavens and the earth. He put, created time. He created segments and portions and patterns within that time, which is amazing. And then God created seasons. And when we think of seasons, 
We often think of that fact that God created all of the seasons and often we, we think about seasons. In fact, an ancient prophet, Jeremiah, spoke about how God had ordered the seasons in Jeremiah 8, 7. And it talks about how he ordered the seasons and the crane and the geese, if you like, and the bluebird and the robin all knew the seasons and knew when to fly south and which way to go, except for one in his creation that does not recognize the seasons of God and makes it difficult. And that created being is humanity. And God's heart is this. That rather than us being out of sync with God's season, God wants to give us a new season. God wants to give us a new start. Yes, creation understands this, but humanity sometimes finds it really difficult. And the truth is this. That the gift of the nativity and the gift of Christ coming to the world was so amazing that it was an appointed time to do one thing. You say, what's that? The appointed time of the gift of baby Jesus was to change the season of humanity, to bring a new season, to bring a new beginning, so that we can have a new start. It show us a new way. We're familiar with our own seasons. Um... We're familiar with spring, daffodils and bluebells and new beginnings. And we talk about spring seasons and we talk about new beginnings. And, and we're familiar with summer and the fruitfulness and the long days and the warm days. And it's a good time in our life. We talk about fall and we talk about the difficulties that we face and the changes and yet the harvest. And we talk about winter. We talk about all of these different seasons. But you've got to remember that in the Bible, there were no seasons like the four seasons we experience. In fact, people in the Bible only really had two seasons. It's hard for us in Kelowna, British Columbia, to imagine this because we live in a four-season home. We experience all of the seasons. But in the Bible, they um, they had winter And they had summer and a quick transition between the two, really. It's hard for us to imagine unless we come from Saskatchewan. And and there you just have winter, oh, summer, winter. And so imagine the people in the Bible lived in Saskatchewan. And, And it would just happen. So when God speaks about seasons, what does God really, really mean? What he means is a season is a pointed time in history, a pointed time in our lives, and a pointed time where God does something different and makes a change. It's not about spring. It's not about summer. It is definitely not about winter or about fall. It's about In God's mind, when he uses the word season, he means it's an appointment with him to change a nation, change a people, change the world. So you look at your history, you look at your life, you look at what you've been traveling through in 2014, and you might be glad to say goodbye to it. But really, the reason for the season... And the reason Christ came into this world 
was that we could all have a fresh appointment with God that can change our lives and make a difference to who we are. See, God loves that. God really loves to have an appointment with humanity. They were out of sync. We had lost the direction. The crane and the geese and the robin, they all understand the seasons. They all understand the appointed times. But humanity became rebellious. Humanity became blind. Humanity lost its way. And God created an appointment with humanity with a baby that said, now I want to change your season. Instead of anger and war, I want to bring peace. Instead of bitterness and resentment, I want to bring forgiveness. I want to show you a new way because I've given you a brand new appointment. So what do you do with this? Well, you can continue your life, of course, enjoying those Christmas presents that you may well return. You can continue the festivities or you can ponder for a moment with this fact about this season. Is that this season isn't just about winter and all that goes along with it that I've described, but this season gives us one message. God wants an appointment with each one of us. God wants to change your season. And I don't know what your season has been like. I don't know whether you found it so difficult. I don't know what your history is like and what you faced. I don't know what you've traveled through. We're just glad that you're here and having a great time and celebrating and singing and worshiping and and we're laughing together. We're family. We're part of community in Kelowna. But I want to tell you some great news. God wants an appointment with you and he wants to change your season. He wants to change your history. He wants to change your life. This was God's appointment with humanity. And as you leave, we as a whole, as we go, we've got a choice. Am I available for that appointment with Christ? Am I available for that change of season within my life? Am I available for Christ to come and do something different in my life? 2015, you've got a choice. The choice is, how are you going to travel into it? You see, are you going to talk endlessly about spring and summer and winter and somehow leave it all to a sense of just life? Are you going to engage with a God that says, I want to change your season now. And that biggest change is, I want to be close to you. I want to show you my love. And I want you to show you the way that you can have a friendship with me. And a relationship with God the Father. And even as you leave... There are gifts for the children, all the children under the Christmas trees. You can take goodie bags, little toys in them. It's fantastic. But, but maybe as you leave and you're a guest or a family member, you've come. Maybe what you could do is pick up a John's Gospel and read it this season. And have an appointment with Christ. And see if in your life it's not time for a big change, for a new beginning, to rewrite history. And to make a difference. It's wonderful. So allow me to pray a Christmas prayer for you and your family now. And we're going to celebrate together. 
and give thanks for this very special season. Let's stand together. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you came as a gift to this world. And we thank you that you wanted to change this season of the whole of humanity to something that represented the joy of Christmas morning for the whole of our life. We thank you that when we wake up tomorrow and this evening, we feel well, we feel blessed, we feel thankful, we feel like life is different. But thank you that the gift to the world is that you want us to know that feeling of well-being, that feeling of peace, that feeling of wholeness and completeness for the rest of our lives. And I, Lord, I pray for every family, every person, every individual, that the blessing of God will be on them. And they will know the season of wholeness, the season of completeness, the season of salvation and forgiveness of sins. Through this appointed time, in Jesus' name. Amen.